Welcome everybody to the big hey. dudes in the trenches. Uh, Bug is not here, but that's okay. Sadness. He had, you know, mouth surgery, sucking too many peens. Yeah, happens. But... Happens to Bug on occasion. Didn't you give him enough drugs though. Like it's not worth it at that point. Yeah, so he still feels it when he's sucking peens right now, which I'm sure he's doing plenty of. Hope you're watching. <laughs> uh, actually, he's probably watching the XFL instead he of us. He is actively uh, on the Twitter. You guys should check us out at BDT Football on Twitter. Or hop in the Discord if you want to, because he's talking in there as well. Hell yeah. Uh, but we are not going to watch the XFL we are a day late on getting this mock draft started, and we can't wait any longer. My bad. <laughs> it's not your bad. It's actually the government's bad. It's all the U.S. government's fault. <laughs> I could say that for a lot of things, and I'm down with it. I'm very okay with saying it's the government's fault for most things in my life right now. So, uh... <laughs> Well, let's go ahead and talk about a couple of rules. Uh, so this will be two rounds that we're going to do first two rounds, not doing round six and seven out of nowhere. We're doing rounds one and two. Uh, also, we're not going to do trades this one. I know that makes things a bit unrealistic. It's kind of hard to do that unless we want to dedicate a lot of show time to discussing the trades and figuring some things out. So we will do something like that in the future. I was going to say, Just especially without today. Bug here today, it, it makes right. it difficult for you and I to trade with each other. So, Yep, yep. Uh, so we're not doing trades. First two rounds, which means if you are a Broncos, Browns, or 49ers fan, you will not see your team make a selection today in this mock draft. Uh, I don't even know if the 49ers have a pick until the fourth round. So that's <laughs> tough luck. <laughs> But we are doing the first two rounds, which means you'll see some names that you don't see in other mock drafts, hopefully. And we'll get through quite a few uh, quite a few different prospects that we've been breaking down. So if you want to catch those names in a little bit more detail, a little bit more specifics about their college careers, like how they performed at the combine type of stuff, we won't necessarily talk about that here. We have already discussed that in the prospect previews, which you can find. We've already done almost all of them. We have one more to do next week. Uh, also, we will be going back and forth. One of us will have odds. One of us will have evens. We will flip a coin to determine who gets to pick that. Yep. And we will do that live here in a moment. Anything you want to add, Tug? Anything I left out? I was going to say, what makes this more fun is you and I both have very different opinions on things. Uh, That's true. Which makes this interesting because you and I have each created our own separate big boards for this. So I expect that there's going to be a bunch of you and I jumping on each other's picks here. Uh, very excited for that, to be honest with you. Absolutely. Before uh, I'm we get also, going. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm also very excited for our next mock draft when we can actually make trades and stuff. Uh, not today. <laughs> Before we jump in with this, though. Who's got mm-hmm. heads? Who's got tails? Let's figure it out. Um, I think since I'm the one who set all this up and I'm the one who found this website and potentially rigged it, it's only fair. 
I didn't rig it, I promise you, but also you don't know that for sure. So I'll, I'll go ahead and let you call it. Cool. <laughs> All right. I'll go Tails. Tails never fails. And it is Tails. You have your option. Oh, God. Hold on. It's catching up here. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the odds on this. Okay. Odds it is for Tug. Big Tug in the trenches. It's the first time you've ever been called big. How's it feel? <laughs> I like it. Well, depends which way you mean big. I. Nope. I meant it every way. First <laughs> time ever in your life for anything, any purpose. <laughs> cool. All right. So uh, go ahead. Well, I guess one more clarification. We are using PFF's mock draft engine for this. We're not necessarily using PFF's big draft board. Thank God. Uh, for this. So if you see us looking like not at PFF for things, it's because we've kind of made our own boards here. Uh, but the best way to illustrate it, thank you to PFF. I am a subscriber, which gives us access to using their mock draft simulator. So I guess without further ado, Tug, you are on the clock. All right, man. This one's easy, uh, at least for me. I think this one's pretty much set in stone in the real draft, too. I like the pick here. The Panthers are – I'm expecting to go with C.J. Stroud, number one. So I'm going to go ahead and take him. Uh, that's where all of the evidence is pointing in this moment. They traded up for a quarterback. They're going to go ahead and get probably the best pure passer in the class here. Yeah, and I do believe the Texans are very happy with that. And if Bryce Young were three inches taller, there would be no question he's the number one overall pick. It's just <laughs> he's not three inches taller than he is. He's as tall as he is. So yep. that sentence made a ton of sense, I'm sure. Also, I feel like they would have gotten Bryce Young even if they were at number one. It's kind of the yep. guy feels like they've wanted all along. So they're very happy with this. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, looking here, there's a lot of debate on where the Cardinals could go with number three. I think this is pretty set in case. You got arguably the number one player in the draft in some circles uh, waiting here. I'm looking Will Anderson for the Cardinals here at three. Feels a big need for them at the edge. Really big potential here for the Cardinals to trade out of number three with a couple of teams interested in those other two quarterbacks at the top of the board. That is certainly possible. Obviously, we're not doing trades here. I've said it a million times already in this yep. first eight minutes of the show. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if they stay here, they'd have to replace J.J. Watt. Yep. Will Anderson is not exactly J.J. Watt, but he does the same kind of thing. So, good enough. And then he had, like, 800 sacks a season at Alabama. It's wild. And combined, <laughs> we only have two. So that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, sure. Here we go. You making the jokes again. I'm not allowed to. We can both make them. <laughs> it does, it's not up to me whether or not you laugh at my jokes. It's just how it works. <laughs> that does leave me at number four with the Indianapolis Colts. I know we're moving through these first couple pretty quickly. With no trades, it looks like we kind of expect these top four to go this way. Anthony Richardson, yep. the Colts here. Crazy impressive athletic ability, throwing ability. He is a bit raw. You worry about some of that. He also got a lot better throughout the course of this season, and he's just really good at football. 
I, I buy it, and I think the hype is there for him, too, as we're moving forward. Um, that combine performance was absolutely historical and mesmerizing, honestly, yeah. I think the Seahawks are sitting here now fat, dumb, and happy at number five. Another huge talent in this draft up at the top end. Probably the best defensive interior in the draft, hands down. They're going to go Jalen Carter here. I actually wouldn't have done that if I were picking at number five for the Seahawks uh, because of the character concerns. And that does seem to be something the Seahawks take very seriously. Maybe maybe that's all a little bit of smoke and mirrors pre-draft stuff, wanting Jalen Carter to fall. Um, but I do agree with you, you know, in terms of pure football talent over the course of the season, he looked like one of the top three players in this class. No question. Uh, that does leave me the lions at number six, who are probably kicking themselves that, you know, the top two defensive linemen are off the board, not necessarily their biggest need out of everything, but yeah, man, if you can add a Will Anderson or a Jalen Carter. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Christian Gonzalez here at number six. He is a big athletic corner. The, I think this is the kind of corner they were hoping they were getting when they drafted the Ohio State corner that's that fair. is unnameable <laughs> in Detroit at the moment. Uh, uh, Jeff Christian Kuda. Gonzalez. Yeah, Jeff uh, – Jeff Okuda really wouldn't surprise me if he ended up moving to safety at this point. And Christian Gonzalez is not that slow. Uh, you can actually play corner on the outside. Sweet. I, I like that pick there. I think it's going to be a good fit for him. Uh, Christian Gonzalez shows everything you need, what you're looking for out of a first round corner. And he's not the nickel guy that Jeff Okuda was. So this is going to be a huge benefit right. uh, for Detroit. All right, a lot of people will have the Raiders going with Will Levis here. I disagree. Uh, actually, I think I might go a little off the reservation. I'm expecting defense here for the Raiders. I think they're going to sit with uh, Jimmy G at least for another year. I already see you highlighting over him. Yeah, I'm looking Tyree Wilson. Uh, if the uh, Lions don't take him, I would expect the, the Raiders to jump on Tyree Wilson here. So I'm going to go with Tyree Wilson to the Raiders at seven. A bit surprised. Corner was still in play a little bit, potentially. Uh, and, you know, anything's possible. Tyree Wilson is a very long player. 6'6", six, six with uh, arm length as if he's 7'6". I mean, he's, he's nuts. Truly, truly nuts. That does give me a bit of a pause here. I was actually expecting to go Tyree Wilson at 8 the way things were shaping out. Oh, man. That's what makes this fun, man. Hmm. I was expecting back-to-back defensive edges here, too. Not to kind of steer you. I know who I have going to the going to the Falcons here, but we'll see what you do. Yeah, I'm curious about something before I make this pick. Let me pull up the depth chart again. Um, I think I'm going to go for it here. A little bit odd compared to what most people will have them doing. I think I'm going to go Peter Skaronsky for the Falcons at number eight. Uh, they like need it. 
an offensive lineman at some position. And we don't know what position they need him most at yet, which means get the guy who can do a little bit of everything. Uh, Peter Skronsky is potentially the best offensive lineman in this class, just in terms of pure ability to play the position. His arm length very well may dictate a move inside. I know plenty of people have talked about that before. We've also seen, I mean, we've talked about on the show, Rashawn Slater had the same arm length concerns. Skaronsky's a little bit shorter arms than Rashawn Slater, but another Northwestern tackle that stayed at tackle and did very well. This is a potential Caleb McGarry replacement. This is a potential... Uh, Jalen Mayfield replacement at left guard. I mean, you have options with Skaronsky, and you know you missed out on the upper echelon, the very upper echelon of edge rushers. Let's go a different direction. I like it. I actually am also going to follow you here here with another offensive lineman. This is a massive need, specifically a tackle. Uh, I think he's a top ten talent. I think I know you do too. Yeah, it's going to be Paris Johnson Jr. here going. Maybe a little ahead. Uh, I've got him as a top 10 talent. I like the fit there in Chicago. Get Justin Fields, that big left tackle. I actually wouldn't be surprised if Skaronsky's still on the board at nine, the Bears go Paris Johnson anyway. I I think Paris Johnson fits what the Bears are trying to do extremely well. So you might be able to add in on this uh, where I can't. Was Paris Johnson... Justin Fields left tackle at Ohio State. No. For at least one of the he seasons. Was, okay. He was the backup right guard that season. They didn't overlap really at all. Uh, then he played he played guard the next year, and Dewan Jones got the start at tackle. Paris Johnson was expected to be a starting tackle that year, and he gave up his starting spot at tackle because he's like, Dewan Jones is just too freaking good. We need him on the line somewhere, and he's too big to play guard. So he, <laughs> then – this past season, Paris Johnson Jr. was the starting left tackle. Dewan Jones the starting right tackle, and they both were fantastic. Yep. Uh, left tackle has a little bit more value. That's why it's a big part of why Paris Johnson's top ten. Dewan Jones isn't, but really yep. they're they're both really freaking good. Hundred percent. I am stalling a little bit. You did ask me to talk about Paris Johnson. I am also stalling a little bit because it's the Eagles at number ten. And I I have something for you after this, depending on. I, I know what I would do here, and I want to see what you pick, and then I'll tell you what I was thinking. I really know what I want to do. It's probably what I think I would do. And I can explain it after. I'm not going to right now. Oh, man. I also don't want to do it at the same time. I'm going to go Devin Witherspoon, <laughs> actually. Okay. Okay. They've lost a couple of pieces of the backfield of their defense in free agency. Just weren't willing to pay what those guys were asking for. Uh, Defensive line's a big need. I don't know that the value is there necessarily. At 10, you can probably get somebody good in the bottom of the first round. They do have two first-round picks. Devin Witherspoon is something special. He is a he is top ten talent in this class. I was really considering going Bijan Robinson, and that's probably what Dude, you were thinking too. Hundred percent, what I would have done there. And if I'm the Eagles, that's what I do yeah. because you get a top tier running back, and you still have a back end first round pick. 
look, I don't think you have anything that's quite like Bijan Robinson and you have that massive hole on your offense. That would have been my pick. That's what I had slated here. Good to know I still have him later on in the draft on the board, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bijan would be a fun pick for the Eagles. Really would. It would. It Depending would. on how the draft falls, he may be there for the Eagles yep. later. We'll see. We'll we'll figure it out here. <laughs> what do you have All for the right. Titans? Uh, man, to me, this is... I don't want to say it's a no-brainer, but I think this is their biggest need now that they have theoretically locked in their quarterback. Or not the Titans. Sorry. I'm looking at the Texans. Either way, I think this is one of the Titans' biggest needs right now. I'm going to go ahead. We'll see. I don't think it's going to be the run that it usually is, but I'm going to go Quentin Johnston, uh, the wide receiver for the Titans at 11. Okay. Okay. Quentin Johnston of the receivers at the top of this class probably does make the most sense if the Titans were going to go that way. I still kind of doubt they will go that way. The Titans just hate skill positions other than Derrick Henry. So (laughs) I've also heard some mixed reviews on Quentin Johnston. Like, is he actually the best wide receiver in this class? Is he a day two kind of a guy? I don't know. Just the way he plays is not what you'd expect for a 6'3 receiver. So maybe he never actually turns into a reliable X, and that might be your concern. Yeah. I don't know. He is he's a good player. He still is. We're we're talking my, my thought here draft. is right. Yeah. My thought here is wide receiver really is one of the Titans' biggest needs, and I'm not really wanting to reach. I know there's still some good tackles out there, but I'm a little ahead of where those are right now. So that gives me the Texans at 12. Hmm. They could definitely use receiver. This is a deep enough receiver class. I'm not too worried about that at the moment. I think I'm going to go with an edge rusher instead. And right now for me, that would be Nolan Smith. Oh, I like that. If he hadn't torn his peck, this would be no doubt in anybody's mind that he's like a top 15 pick for sure. But he tore his peck and didn't play against Ohio State and didn't play in the SEC championship game. So everybody kind of forgot about him. He's phenomenal. He's one of the best players Georgia has had in the past three years, and they've won back-to-back championships. It's He's really good. <laughs> that's that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I know I just said that it's a little ahead to get another lineman here. There is one more I would go tackle specifically. Uh, for the Jets, I'm looking Broderick Jones. Okay. That is fitting with how the Jets used to draft. I look at Mekhi Becton. Uh, Broderick Jones is that size again. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see if the Jets want to keep doing that. I mean, Mekhi Becton, part of the reason you're drafting offensive linemen is because he stays hurt all the time. So that's potentially the position they go with and potentially a concern about Broderick Jones 
that might push him in a different direction. I don't know. Broderick Jones is still in my tier one of tackles, though. I understand. 100%. Yep. The Patriots at 14 could definitely stand a tackle as well, though I just alluded to my tier one. You know, all the tier one guys are off the board for me at tackle. Yep. Um, I don't know if I want to reach for tier two at number 14. Although it's debatable how much of a reach that really is. They're not going to draft a wide receiver. The Patriots don't do that. I'm going to give them an edge rusher here. I'm going to go with my favorite of what we have left of edge rushers. That would be Miles Murphy. That Yep. I had Miles Murphy going sooner and the Patriots taking Nolan Smith on my big board. So I don't blame you at all. You just kind of flipped him. Um, you see, looking at this one, I love that pick. I think it's a good fit for him. Um, but looking at green Bay, the story has been, they will not draft a wide receiver. They never drafted Aaron Rodgers wide receiver. I don't think that continues here. I think they finally learned their lesson. Um, that being said, I, I do have Jackson Smith and Jigba going to green Bay. They go play up north. Wow. That would so rub it in Aaron Rodgers' face. That's part of it, too. (laughs) That would be hilarious for that reason alone. Uh, Now I'm sitting here with the Commanders, and I can't believe it. Uh, I just had a theoretical top five pick in the draft fall to me at a position of need. I'm just going to go ahead and jump on it here at 16. I'm going to take Will Levis. I personally don't like Will Levis all that much, but damn it if he doesn't look like an NFL quarterback. (laughs) Uh, And do you really want to go in the season with only Sam Howell? And No. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather not either. So at least get somebody you can try to develop. Let's start there. This is the Kenny Pickett range, right? Didn't he go at like 17 last year, which actually the Steelers yeah. picking 17 here too. Um, but about that, around that range of everyone kind of expects you to be on the field, but nobody's expecting you to win rookie of the year your first year, even though you are a quarterback. I think that's fair for Will Levis. Probably more fair than the top five hype that we were giving him. Yep. All right, you're blown up Not my even board here. It's, Everybody's been giving him. You're blown up my board here. There is a player I want. I had him slated for Pittsburgh. I think he's going to be there at 2-1. So I'm not going to go that way just yet. Um, okay. I think I know who you're talking about then. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is a tough one. You know what? I am going to stick to my board. I'm just going to keep it. You got to, you got to keep it in the family. You got to keep the name. I think Joey Porter Jr. is, whether it's 2-1 or this early in the draft, I think Joey Porter is going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. That would certainly be very fun. And that was actually going to be my pick for the Commanders if Will Levis weren't on the board. I think they need yep. corner a lot more than BFF has given them credit for here or reverse Facts. credit for. <laughs> yeah. 
so I did take corner for the Lions at 18, which means I'm not taking another corner. Uh, or I took it at uh-huh. six. I think I said 18. I'm not taking another corner at 18, what I've been Good. trying to say. Uh, I'm also not going to give him a wide receiver or a tight end. Uh, BFF wants everybody to draft wide receiver all the time. So <laughs> not going off those team needs. I'm actually going to go with an edge rusher who some people will probably be surprised that he fell this far, but Lucas Van Ness is an interesting case study to me of this pure, how do you use that kind of a guy in your scheme versus how talented they are? I think it's been thrown around quite a bit now. Lucas Van Ness never made a start for the Iowa Hawkeyes. And he also probably led the team in tackles. Like, it's insane. Yep. Uh, He is very good at his position. But where exactly that position fit for him in college might have been a good use of the transfer portal kind of a deal. Uh, I can find plenty of uses for him in Dan Campbell's defense. I'm sure he'd be excited to get that athletic of a player. And that 100%. humble humble of a player, too, to accept his role as never being a starter and yet always tearing it up on the field. I think that's probably fits the culture the best of any pick we could possibly have, other than Joey Porter Jr. to to his dad's team. I mean, that's, that's cheating. That's... <laughs> <laughs> All right. If I'm the Buccaneers here, uh, I am ecstatic. I have one of my biggest team needs, and I have the top guy in that position on the board still. Um, to me, this is a no-brainer. I did have him going later in the draft, uh, but now that I'm looking at it, Brian Branch, uh, if he's here at 19, he's going to be a Buccaneer. Brian Branch is so freaking good at football. It's just his size forces him into a weird position where he cannot be an outside corner. He's just not big enough. He's probably not fast enough to play that kind of, kind of man coverage all the time either. But man, is he rangy and has some ball skills and just knows where to be on the field at the right time. Yep. Brian Branch is so good at that. You can throw him at a roaming defensive back kind of position. He will be everything you could hope for. He's so awesome at just, I don't know, reading the quarterback, figuring out where he needs to be. <laughs> Right. All right. Seahawks. You gave him Jalen Carter earlier. I did. Which means I'm not going Kalaja Cansey. <laughs> we see popping up here. Good. I approve. <laughs> oh man. Like, I'm not gonna Could lie, be... running my running these mock drafts, these teams with four picks, as much as I understand it's good for him, this is brutal to keep in mind all their team needs and not stepping on what I already drafted. I'm down to either interior offensive line. Okay. Or stacking that defensive line. Uh, So you got to figure too, the Jalen Carter pick, another reason it's interesting they run a four, three, I believe, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, that sounds right. Even still, they paid Draymond Jones so much money to come in and play defensive tackle for him. 
So with your huge free agent spending and your number five overall pick, you just solidified the interior of your defensive line. What else do you have on defense right now? A safety? That's about it. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> they just got Bobby Wagner again. Well, true. And he was second team all pro last year, so it's not like a bad addition either. Um, Gosh, I am tempted to dip back into the defensive line well. And there's a couple of options there. Ooh. I like it. What you oh, thinking? Oh man, I'm gonna go with Siren Storms. <laughs> I'm gonna go back into the defensive line. Well, uh, Osiris. Yeah, Storms. yeah. I, I talked myself out of it in the last second. Internally, they need guards so badly. Their interior of the line has been so so weak for so many years, and it felt like they started to actually try to address the position in the last year's draft. And their tackles are okay now, but let's get a guard in there, please. My goodness. Osiris Torrance is, I don't know if everybody realizes, he's a Louisiana transfer. Came with his head coach, Billy Napier, and had his best season in the SEC. So he's he's, he's the best guard in this class for a reason. Facts. The Chargers... Charges are a tough one here. I know what I want them to do, but I'm looking at it. It doesn't really fill their biggest needs, but their biggest needs right now. You're jumping tiers down lists, and I'm I'm not okay with that. So I'm going to take the best available for a position of need, and you left him for me earlier. This is a very realistic place if he gets past the Eagles that B. John Robinson ends up, especially with Austin Eckler demanding trade that would be fascinating and i would actually really love that for the chargers that would be so yeah. much fun uh honestly i've never put him there in any of my own mock drafts this is this is fun Thank i you. i never had him there i had him <laughs> at 10 i did have the chargers taking uh jameer gibbs on my on oh, my geez. board though so i I, I'm pretty set that the Chargers, with where they're drafting, might be looking at one of those top two running backs. Now the Baltimore Ravens, who apparently might be having to give up on Lamar Jackson, uh, not because they want to, but because Lamar Jackson doesn't want to be there anymore. So that's exciting. Also, everyone kind of knows Baltimore as the place receivers go to die. So... Why would any free agent ever sign there uh, without the top tier quarterback anymore? You also need more help there. So it's very possible they draft wide receiver, maybe even a couple of times this year. Yep. At the same time, they don't ever do that. It's their team needs. They really should do that. They probably won't because they never do that. Uh, and also, there are a couple of really Ravens-esque guys on the board still. And I think this is going to be a surprising move, according to PFF's board at least. I'm going to go down here and pick up Keely Ringo 
at number 22. All right. He is very inconsistent. When he is on, he is the best corner in this class. And it is very Ravens-like to go find the best player at X position and turn them into a reliable player at that position. They do that on defense all the time. It's the entire yeah. history of the Baltimore Ravens. So I could actually see this working out very well. You left me with an intriguing choice here. I have the Vikings going cornerback here. I think that's very realistic. They need a lot of help on that defense. But you left me some wide receivers to offset Justin Jefferson fairly well, too. Yeah. Ooh. I think I'm going to stick with the cornerback, and I'm going to go with the speed demon, the athletic freak. Tier two, uh, Deontay Banks, I have coming off the board here to the Vikings. I respect it. Not even Deontay the corner Banks. I originally. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, not even the corner I had had them going with. I had them going with Cam Smith. But when you leave that speed on the board at this point and the athleticism, I can move him around the field. I think Deontay Banks offers a little more versatility. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, man, the Jaguars. The Jaguars have been another problem team for me. I'm never entirely <laughs> sure where to go with this. They need 100%, dude. 100%. And none of them are in the range where they're drafting. One of the things they really do need, though, potentially is tight end. I know they just franchise tagged Evan Ingram. I don't know if that turns into a long-term deal. They're getting Calvin Ridley back. He's also going to be wearing number zero, which is awesome. Love it. Uh, yeah, they could really use some help on the back end of that defense, too. Is is that zero the number of bets he will make next year? It fucking better be. <laughs> <laughs> But I think I am going to go tight end here, actually. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. I love this if it's where I think it's going. And the, I'm going to go with Darnell Washington. I, and that's where I thought you were going. And that, hold on, that right there is a reason I hate PFF's ranking system. There's no reason for him to be that low. I mean, it's it would be a surprising move to be the first tight end off the board. But also, he is what six foot eight at tight end i believe and can catch surprisingly uh that would be literally and figuratively a massive addition to this offense gives you a little bit something different than what evan ingram is he's more of a slot receiver that plays on the line darnell washington is an actual tight end who can do a lot of different things and is still freaky athletic at 800 feet tall and 5 million pounds. Great combination. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I'm looking at New York here. The Giants, they made a lot of progress last year. I like what I saw out of them. 
offensively, they relied a lot on the run game. We're going to start looking to get away from the run game. And PFF is not lying here. They do need a wide receiver. Yeah. I like Jordan Addison here. Jordan Addison at 26 makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, I was leaning Zay Flowers because you left him there from Baltimore, but I like Jordan Addison to the Giants. <clears throat> yeah, I actually think that would be a fantastic fit for both sides there. Um, I think Jordan Addison's probably exactly what the Giants need in that room. Yep. Okay. Dallas Cowboys time. They got rid of Zeke. They are still weak on the defensive side of the ball. Their offensive line is in a weird spot of mostly pretty good, but also some of them are getting pretty old at this point. And I don't know, might be a hole you can fill there. I think their biggest need is probably defense. I'm going to go interior defensive line here. Um, and I'm going to give them Brian Brizzy. I like that. I, I really do like that. He, I think he was my first interior defensive lineman off the board uh, as well. I had him going well, earlier, but I like this bit. Not, not before Jalen Carter. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So second <laughs> off the board, I think. All right. I don't like the Bills team needs. Um, I do agree that DB is a team need. I they have do more than just DB, the... though. Yeah, right. Yeah, correct. Um, <laughs> and you know what? You you let it fall here. I had him go in the pick before, so I'm going to stick with my big board here. Give me the interior offensive lineman real quick. I think I know where I want to go with this. Ooh. Yeah, you know what? I think that's the way they go. I was thinking John Michael Schmitz, but I think it's a little high form right now. So I am going to go Steve Avila, who is, I believe, considered one of the top, if not the top guard in the class. Yeah, probably. Well, best guard, best pure guard is Osiris Torrance. Yeah. Uh, I keep saying Osiris for some reason. It's Osiris. Because Torrance. Uh, yeah. Steve Avila is the best can play center guy in this class as well. Um, Like you're just pure IOL, whatever you need him at, you can plug him in. Steve Avila to the bills makes a ton of sense to me. I love that pick actually. That's phenomenal. Good job. You're you're, you're helping me, man, dude. Like this is boosting (laughs) my confidence right now. I'm going off the board. I'm picking guys here that I think will fit, make sense, and you're you're backing me up. I love that. Oh, your last two have been home fucking runs for sure. In my book, anyway. We'll see what the NFL thinks. Uh, next up, we do have the Cincinnati Bungles. They yeah, they, they kind of earned their way out of it being called that. I guess they're the Bengals now for real. Well, I'll give it to them. <laughs> Uh, one interesting thing about the Cincinnati Bengals at one point, this free agency, they did not have a tight end on the roster. Uh, then <laughs> right now, I think they have three or four 
and they're guys I've never heard of. And if I've never heard of you, you're probably not a very good football player. Let's just be real in, in terms <laughs> of like pure upper end NFL talent. I've heard of all of those guys. Um, actually, let's pull up this depth chart because I think it's funny. <laughs> and I want to laugh at them. Yes, that is mean. They make way more than I do. They can take it. Uh, oh, great. All right. Actually, Tanner Hudson, Nick Bowers. I don't know who you are. But somehow they got Devin Asiasi when I wasn't looking. So I have heard of that guy. Not like he's any good, but I've heard of him. And apparently they signed Irv Smith Jr. Wow. What an inspiring tight end room. Uh, I'm going to give them Dalton Kincaid here, which amazingly means there's two tight ends off the board before the best tight end off on the board. Yeah. <laughs> which is probably still Michael Mayer. But Dalton Kincaid probably fits what the Bengals need a little bit better. I really don't see them drafting a guy who has blocking ability. Uh, Dalton Kincaid is a pure pass catcher, and they refuse to block anyone at all, ever. So why why start at the tight end position? <laughs> yeah, why not? Right. Ooh, let's see. Oh god, everything's all jacked up now. All right, I'm gonna go one that this might. It goes against some of our rankings that we have here. I don't see him on here at all. Do you have him as a? Huh, interesting. Anyway, I do like the Saints going after an edge rusher here. I think it's something they need. Um, okay. He's a little bit further down on your rankings, but he is getting the hype. He is in this range uh, from a bunch of different rankings I've seen. This is making me second guess saying that because now I'm looking at all these and going, wait a minute. Um, I do think they go edge here. You know what? Yeah, it might be a little bit of a reach. I think Will McDonald did have a farm, and he's going to bring it down to Nolans. No, it was the first one out of my... I have all these guys broken into tiers for us, too. Uh, so that's the start of tier four of edge rushers, which sounds harsh. But tier one is Will Anderson, and tier two is Tyler <laughs> Wilson. I still think... There are, I still think all of the tier four guys potentially go in the first round. Like all those guys are fantastic yeah. edge rushers. I don't have any qualms with that at all. Uh, Will McDonald is probably more of an outside linebacker, like a two-point stance rather than hands in the dirt kind of an edge rusher. At the same time, the Saints need all the help they can get on that because their edge rushers are either young and undeveloped like just refuse to get any better or yep. they're 37 years old so get somebody in there now <laughs> that would <laughs> anybody out of that grouping would make sense to me for the saints will mcdonald's perfectly fine there uh, i totally forget who i gave the car the eagles at 10 it was devin witherspoon all right who one thing that a lot of people are going to talk about here, and I'm not trying to steer you, just something worth noting is Jason Kelsey is getting up in that age where 
they didn't know if he was coming back next year. He did say he is, so it's not a huge need right now. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm highlighting that because we're looking here. We see PFF's team needs, and IOL is not one, but it is definitely a need for the Eagles, in my personal opinion. No, it, it will become a need. Jason Kelsey's not going to retire this year, but probably next year. At this point, yeah. you would expect that that the way the contract was set up, it looks like it's a one year, and you know a, a farewell tour type of season. The yep. interesting thing about the Eagles, they do have a replacement plan in place for center, uh, which is Landon Dickerson plays center for Alabama and is currently actually one of the best guards in the country in the NFL. Good. Like he's, yeah, it's going to work out pretty well, assuming he can slide back in at center, which I'm pretty sure he can because he's really fucking good at that in college. So I would think if they're going to do that, guard would be more on the table than center. Yep. Unless they wanted to introduce some competition and just throw the loser at guard, which is possible too. Which works out really well, honestly. I also think you have the same exact situation where it's not this year, but very soon you will need defensive line. They basically brought back everybody across that front. Not, you know, they didn't do that in the secondary, but basically that defensive line is going to be intact. That will become a need very soon. Very soon. Fletcher Cox is old, Uh, ladies and gentlemen. I think I want to start to look at replacing either Fletcher Cox or get a rotation piece this season with Indomitian Sue. Kind of a kind of a player. I'm gonna go with Kalijah Kansi here. To part of me was slightly hoping he dropped to the Kansas City because that's another big need for them. Um, but I but I like it. I do like that fit. I'm not gonna, you know, be mad at that fit. Uh, looking here at 31, what do the Kansas City Chiefs need? Man, everyone's gonna ask that. They they may do with a piece together wide receiver core last year. They're this is the only in- team that I 100% agree with PFF's team needs. Yeah, right. Wide receiver, defensive, defensive line. line. That's, that's about and, it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> in, in this case, I actually, on my big board, I'm not doing this. I had Josh Downs because I already had Zay Flowers gone. Mm. Zay Flowers is not gone. The Chiefs, if Zay Flowers falls to yeah. 31, the Chiefs are going Zay Flowers. I completely agree with that. I actually, in preparation for this episode, I ran a mock draft earlier today where Zay Flowers went to the Chiefs. It's just too great of a fit if he happens to fall there. Man, that's three love of my picks so far. (laughs) Uh, Pittsburgh. We are technically in round two now. Yes. Yes, Even though we are. You know reasons that you know tug very well, much i mean enjoys, if you I'm scroll sure. up it shows you why i know i'm surprised you didn't uh, make a comment when we passed it it's steven ross's fault the dolphins are fucked anyway the pittsburgh steelers are on the clock now <laughs> so you took joey porter jr for them earlier which is a Amber. very fun storyline pick and also a need and also he's good so it makes complete sense <laughs> uh they also desperately need help on the offensive line. 
which direction do you go with that, right? Um, I really do see them taking a tackle here. Yep. It's a matter of what they really need in like out of that tackle. Um, most likely you're looking for a starting left tackle over Dan Moore, which, yeah, that's going to be Anton Harrison. You know, he's, he's one of the purest left tackles in this entire class, actually. And makes, makes complete sense. All right. You, uh, you scared me there because the Texans also need tackle help. However, they most definitely do not need help at left tackle. They need the best pure right tackle in the class. Right. Um, I think that's a no-brainer for me. It is less valuable, but here, sitting here at the top of round two, I think it makes a lot of sense. You're locking down Laramie Tunsil, and now you're going to protect your young quarterback with Dewan Jones sitting there at uh, the 33rd pick of the draft. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. I love the fit there. Quarterback, wide receiver, and right tackle. Your offense better be moving this season. That, dude, that's the goal. That's <laughs> that, that's what they should be hoping for. So the Cardinals got themselves Will Anderson at number three. Where do they go at number 34? This, this is, is another pick I struggled problem. with. Part of the reason I'm struggling with this is the real potential that they move on from DeAndre Hopkins. If that happens, I don't think you're taking the wide receiver number three. Uh, first of all, I think you're probably trading down from three if that happens then yep. figuring out something later down the board in the first round. I don't see Josh Downs being your guy. And nope. the rest of the receiving class is probably more in line with your third round pick. Uh, you can be in range for some of those more direct DeAndre Hopkins replacements, though they're not going to be DeAndre Hopkins because nobody is. I think in this spot it makes more sense to go with corner, and we have a lot of corners left on the board. They've needed corner for a couple of years now, honestly. Some big names. I had both going in the first round here still, too. Yeah. I could actually see Tyreek Stevenson going in the first round as well. Yep. Um. Probably fits more with the Cardinals in my mind to go with Emmanuel Forbes here. I like it. I think any of those top three you saw on the screen there would have made sense. Like his, in terms of talent at 34. Yeah. And Emmanuel Forbes to the Cardinals. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, and honestly, you, you just kind of highlighted it. This is another big need for the Colts. Uh, Look, their line, interior line is great. Tackles, yeah, sure, that's a need. But now we just saw the best right tackle go off the board. We're kind of getting into the, is it worth an early second round pick for some of these other tackles? I don't know. So I'm looking at their next need down the list, which to me is going to be corner. Hmm. Look, if if Cam Smith is sitting here at 35, I think you're going to go Cam Smith if you're the if you're the Colts. A little bit surprised at that one. I don't hate it. I'm just surprised. A few other options there for the Colts that are definitely worth considering. Actually, Michael Mayer sitting there. I don't know if the Colts pass on that. And that's valid too. 
But Cam Smith is a great man-to-man player, and I can imagine the Colts loving his physicality. Yep. The LA Rams very much need offensive line. Also, just traded. They've been building it up. Yeah, but like, is it good though? No. No. So they need offensive line. (laughs) I agree. It's still a need. They've just been building it. They just traded Jalen Ramsey, too. Uh, Nope. Oh, yeah, there's the Rams. Sorry, I thought we were looking at the Chargers. My bad. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey's on the – he's Jalen Dolphins-y now. Yep. Yes, he is. I don't agree that they're going to take a running back. Cam Akers is locked in there, in my mind. I concur. Um. You do have to be concerned about Aaron Donald's plans for the future because he contemplated retiring right after they won the Super Bowl, but he's still there two years later, so we'll see. Yep. Oh, gosh. I don't know what to do here. Um. <laughs> this is a prime trade back spot for the Rams. They do like to trade. Uh, I think it's more of a prime trade up from spot and get somebody that fits them a little bit better in the first round. That's potentially. Um, And the Rams are known to be pretty aggressive with that kind of thing. We're not making trades though. I do think linebacker is in play with losing Bobby Wagner. And I don't know who else they have to fill that kind of a role. Uh, So I'm actually going to go. They play a 3-4, going to give them a linebacker. You can always use more linebackers in a 3-4. And it's worth noting, this is more of a coverage and secure tackle linebacker, not a pass rushing linebacker. Right. Off-ball linebacker. Uh, For that kind of a role, according to PFF, I'm very much reaching here. I'm going to go with Trenton Simpson. All right. Um which I've never done before in a mock draft, given the Rams, Trenton Simpson, but I kind of like the fit. So we're <laughs> going with it. <laughs> oh God. We're back to the, the Seahawks. Uh, who'd we give them already? This, th- like I said, this is what I hate. It's hard to keep track of. At number five, they got Jalen Carter at number yep. 20. They got Osiris Torrance. Cool. That makes my life easy. Take, take Michael Meyer here. Um, Mayor. Mike Myers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, he's a good pass catcher. He can block, giving you much-needed help up front. Um, oh, yeah. You're still way too early to reach for the next year of quarterback. So, yeah, let's yeah. solidify this front end. I like it. I like it. Uh, at this point, the value is just too good, right? Yep. <laughs> you kind of need tight end anyway. I don't know if you really trust Noah Fant. So exactly. Let's, let's get a tight end in there. <sighs> The Raiders, dude. They got Tyree Wilson before. Uh, Which means I'm probably going to go offensive line. It makes me want to go tackle, I believe. Let me double check that interior of that line. Hmm. The entire line's rough, honestly. Let's go with potentially the second best pure right tackle in this class, which would be Darnell Wright. All right. Oh, the 
Panthers here. Gross. So the question here, you just got C.J. Stroud. Do you get C.J. Stroud some help at the wide receiver position? Mm -hmm. Do you get him some protection in the middle of that offensive line, which is a big need for them right now as well? Or do you try and replace Christian McCaffrey here at the 39th pick? None of these, I I don't know the answer, to be completely honest with you. Uh, All three, I think, are in play here. Um, Jameer Gibbs, I believe, is still what? What wide receiver or what running backs we have available? This is going to help me make this decision. Everybody except Bijan. That's what I thought. Um, really, for me, it's coming down to Jameer Gibbs or an interior offensive lineman. Um, and I don't think they need those pure centers. I do like the option, don't get me wrong, of uh, of Josh Downs here. It's the hometown player. You get a nice little storyline with that. Um, hometown. He's from Louisiana. Yeah, but <laughs> he played college ball in Carolina. Right. Ooh, this is a tough one, man. I do think they're going to continue to help their offense. They spent a couple drafts not long ago doing nothing but defense. I think they're sticking offense here. That's To me, that's set in stone. They did just sign Miles Sanders too. How much you trust that? Yep. Nope. That's that's gonna give that's gonna steer them away from a second round running back. I think Josh Downs might be the answer here. Yeah, I like Josh Downs a lot. There is potential for him to go first round. Uh, probably a little bit more likely he ends up at the top of the second like this. Can yeah, I? The Panthers make a ton of sense. Can I? Can I highlight something else I hate about this PFF draft? Lobby? Sure. Tanner McKee. I, well, no, it's <laughs> I can't move him. Like he's gonna sit there at the top of the draft for the rest of today for us because I don't yeah, have him going. Like, but because they only do it here by their ranking, and I can't adjust it at all. He's gonna sit there in my face and go, "Hey, do you want a quarterback?" No, Tanner. No, I don't. All right. Gave the Saints an edge rusher. What else do they need most? I really don't know that I do give them interior offensive line, which is what PFF is suggesting here. I also don't really want to give them a corner. I think safety might make a little bit more sense for them. And honestly, the best pure safety on this board is still here in Antonio Johnson. I know Brian Branch is listed at safety. He plays a little bit of everything just the backfield. Uh, Antonio Johnson is a fantastic, pure safety. When you think of the safety position, that's Antonio Johnson more than Brian Branch. Uh, And I think they could use that. They really haven't had a, I mean, even Tyron Matthew is not exactly like pure safety. And when, when's the last pure safety they really had? Uh, Michael Jenkins. So they, it, it would definitely help that back end of the Saints defense. Oh, the Titans here are also another tough one. Not as tough as the back-to-back Jets we have coming up. Um, Those are fun. Titans, we gave them a wide receiver. 
Yeah. What do we have for my interior defensive line remaining? A few fun ones. Yeah, fun ones, but not. There's one that is good. But I'm with you. The off the field issues are very concerning right now. Yeah. Realistically, there's a very good chance that the Titans go Mazai Smith here. Um, I don't like it. Can we bring up the linebackers real quick? Because they also run a 3-4. But I think they're looking for more of an... Kind of your secure tackler. Actually, this is a fun pick. I don't know if it's realistic. You might hate it here. But work with me here. I like the fit of Drew Sanders in the Tennessee Titans defense. Oh, I, I love Drew Sanders. I think I that's... And if you can steal him at 41 because he is a first-round talent... Um. It's just linebacker isn't really a first-round need. I think that's an absolute seal for the Titans here at 41. Well, I completely agree. You know, I I love Drew Sanders. He's probably my favorite linebacker in this class. I, he's awesome. Um, I know I didn't take him earlier, but, you know. <laughs> you, you had a reason for it, though. Drew Sanders yeah. is a jack-of-all-trades linebacker. He can play some coverage. He's a good run stuffer, and he can rush the passer. For the Rams, you were Which looking honestly, for your... Yeah, honestly, the Rams could use a little bit of that, too. But, man, Trenton Simpson is almost that roaming coverage linebacker that yep. probably makes more sense with the way their team is structured. Anyway, uh, the first of our back-to-back -back Jets here, we had them going tackle in the first round. Yes, linebacker does make sense for him. For really, front seven of any any position on the front seven kind of makes sense for him. I could also see him loading up at receiver, even. Yep. Um, only positions I really don't see right now. It does look like they will end up with Aaron Rodgers, so probably not going to be a quarterback. Probably not going to be picking at all in these first two rounds, to be honest with you. Uh, they'll they'll have at least one of these picks left. Uh, and I don't see them going running back either. Nope. I really like Brees Hall and Michael Carter. They really like Brees Hall. I know they just traded a receiver, but receiver's still an option for them, honestly. Yep. Here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I really dislike, I'm very uncomfortable with the fact that Felix and Adike Uzoma is still available here. He is a first-round talent at edge rusher, like legitimately. Yep. And I need him to go before I lose my shit. So yeah. let's get him to the Jets here. I don't know if it's the perfect like need fit, but at some point you just have to take the great players on the board, yep. and it will work out for you eventually. So let's get them a really, really solid edge rush presence. Look, we're about to invest – pretty much all of our picks in Aaron Rodgers here. Um, so I want to protect Aaron Rodgers. So if we bring up those nice interior offensive linemen now. Okay. Somebody's going to start thinking I have a uh, love for Ohio State uh, linemen here. I'm not saying going Whipler. I'm looking at what's there. But I'm... Hmm. 
does Whipler have guard experience? No. So I got two pure centers in the draft that I'm looking at. I'm frankly, I'm looking at Whipler and I'm looking at John Michael Schmitz. Um, out of those, I'm going to go with the best pure center in the draft. I'm going to go John Michael Schmitz here. Okay. It's the least hyped you've been about any of my picks. I understand you didn't like it. Copy. I don't know. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm just confused at the moment what I'm going to do with the Falcons, honestly. It's where my head's at. <laughs> they got your edge. Right? We gave him an edge rusher? Nope. I gave him Peter Skaronsky. That's right. <laughs> got a tackle. Sorry. Every time I drafted them, I have them going Tyree Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. I had them going Tyree Wilson, too, <laughs> until you took him at seven. Oh, my bad. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, ooh. It would be really fun here. Actually. Could make some sense. Or. All right. Do I go wide receiver or do I go edge rusher? They probably need an edge more, especially if they lost out on Tyree Wilson. Probably true. So I'll go with it. Um, I'm passing up a bunch of guys on PFF's board here. I'm going to Keon White. I like it. I do like Has it. been getting some respect as even a potential first rounder. According to some folks, he is a really strong athlete. Uh, big edge rusher. Will potentially even play on the interior of the Falcons line at some points. Uh, yeah, Keon White is not your typical rushing outside linebacker type. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we see listed edge sometimes. This is a big boy. <laughs> All right, cool. Packers are on the clock. We're rocking. Ooh, we gave them a wide receiver. They're not going to go after a quarterback here at all. They have. Jordan Love. They, they believe in Jordan Love. It'll be really fun. Reason. Go wide receiver tight end one two after the, you you dump Aaron Rodgers. Dude, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. It I makes usually, sense too. Hey, can you bring up my uh my edge rushers again? Sure thing. You got options. There's a name here. I'm gonna try and say it. Dead Omiwa at a Borway. I fucked it. Yeah, that was awful. All right, go that ahead. Was, you know who I'm taking. Really bad. Say it. Yeah. And a Tommy Wa at a Okay. Out of Northwestern. Of really, really athletic. Can move this dude yep. can. Um, I've also seen him go in the first round several times for several yep. different folks. Like he is fast for a four three end. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what else to say there. I usually go with the edge rusher for the Packers at 15. Yep. So to wait until 45 and get a potential first-round talent, there is phenomenal value. No way they don't go that direction, honestly, if they're in Thank this you. kind of a spot. 
<clears throat> the fucking Patriots, dude. Who gives a shit? You won all your trophies. Get the fuck out of the league for a minute, please. I Miles love how is... hold on. I love how PFF has quarterback listed as a Patriots team need as if Mac Jones yeah. is like ancient. Right. Or if they're actually going to try to replace the dude that right. started for them two years in a row. That's definitely the way the Patriots do business, for sure. I am Yo, showing would... Hunter as a team need. Yeah, that would be good just... for them that... at 46. <laughs> if we if we take a look at who's available there. Uh, all oh, of this, them. My dude out of Wingate. <laughs> 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 That's a Billy Belichick move, if I ever heard one. Bro, he did draft Cole Strange in the first round last year. <laughs> I know. Actually, that gives me an idea. Okay. I hate to be that dumb and cheesy with it to some extent. I also think this is possible. Yep. I'm I know go where you're going. Cody Moak out of North Dakota State. Uh, very much so has guard flexibility. Could, in theory, play tackle for you. They need a couple of positions on the offensive line. Uh, getting somebody with that flexibility to do so would make a lot of sense. There were really only two of those guys this year. and Very that's much a New England guy, too. Like Skaronsky just the way... and Moak. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, the commanders. What am I going to do with you? Double quarterback. That's it. Um, yes. Tanner McKee, baby. <laughs> no, Hendon Hooker. Just two completely different styles of quarterback. <laughs> okay, in, in all reality, I could see the commanders going with Tanner McKee if Will Levis in the second round, if Will Le- Will Levis is gone yeah. in the first. That I is could also see the Raiders going with Tanner McKee in the second. That's that would be a kind of move. Again, both anyway. both of these guys have all of the measurables and the traits. They just don't have the performance. There's work to be done with both of those guys. Uh, Will Levis is just better. Um, ooh. Who do we have at corner available? That is a big team need that's not listed here. A couple of fun ones. Yeah, you, yeah, but you already said the thing that I like about this one here. Tyreek Stevenson is a first round upside type guy yeah. going in the middle of the second. That's going to be a big fit, big need. And a big corner. Like Tyreek <laughs> Stevenson is large for the position too, uh, which probably helps the commanders. They don't really have anybody yep. that fits that mold right now. So get them something different on the outside there at corner. The fucking lions again. Can <laughs> you just stop? So many... They have another, hold on. I know. We have this one, and we have another pick with them. Jesus Christ. Christian Gonzalez, Lucas Van Ness, down the board a ways. Um, we have gone hmm. two defenders here. Yeah. We have. I am very tempted to go with another one. <laughs> Like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give him Diane Henley. I like it. Linebacker out of Washington State. It's another very Dan Campbell type player. He is 
the most athletic linebacker in this class. Not my favorite in terms of pure middle linebackers. I love the guys who get 1,200 tackles a season. Uh, Diane Henley isn't exactly that. He is a good coverage guy who is big enough to play on the front seven. And that's that's a scary combo sometimes. Uh, he also is, don't take it for granted, you know, what I'm saying here. He's It's not like he's a bad tackler by any means. Yep. Uh, it's just a different kind of linebacker, something that the Lions probably wouldn't have found in free agency. So let's give them let's give them three straight defensive picks, which was their weakness last year. The offense yep. was putting up like damn near forty points a bunch of games, and they lost all of them. So let's <laughs> let's bulk up that defense here. All right, for Pittsburgh here, can I just get a quick recap on who we picked for them? I remember this one. We got Joey Porter Jr. in the first yep. round, and then at thirty-two, we give him Anton Harrison. Okay, perfect. That's what I like to hear. Um, look, the Steelers, I don't know if they invented the three, four, but they have definitely run the best three, four I've seen. They like their big guys. They're, they like their big guys. They have a lot of guys in, in their division that like to run the football and they run it well. So I'm looking interior defensive line and I'm specifically looking for a run stopper here. (laughs) <laughs> the reason behind that is they have plenty of pass rush, no issues off the edge. Yeah, we're going with Siaki Ika out of Baylor here at 49 for the Steelers. I think it makes a lot of sense with the way they play defense, and he fits a mold that they don't have on their team right now. I actually love that, and I haven't thought of that before. That is very fun for the Steelers. Oh, man. <laughs> That hockey eco up the middle for that team is I'm telling you, I don't. And and, and here's the thought is I don't need the guy in the middle of my defensive line to rush the quarterback. I have TJ Watt for that. What I do need is a guy to stop Nick Chubb from running up the middle every time. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Buccaneers. Which way did you go for them before? Uh, Brian Branch. That's right. I want safety. That's definitely a need. That's fun. <laughs> Good pick. I'm not using oh, PFF's team Branch. needs, by the way. Want that now. Oh, I... Hell nah. <laughs> I really am concerned when I think of the Buccaneers wide receiver room. And I know that's a weird thing to be concerned about because they have two of the best wide receivers in the league. Chris Godwin very potentially will not be there in the next year or two um, to it. Like most probably yeah. at this point, the way it looks, Mike Evans is getting older. He's on the wrong side of 30 now. And who do you have other than that? I mean, Scotty Miller ain't that exciting of a wide receiver. <laughs> You don't, have a tight end. You. you don't have a tight end right now either. You do not have a tight end right now. What do you possibly have for Baker Mayfield to throw to or Kyle Trask to throw to? Um, I'm going to give them a fun option at wide receiver. That's going to be Jalen Hyatt. I like that. Some good speed for him. And probably lets you move on from Chris Godwin next year. 
All right. Looking at Miami, this is an important pick for me. I got to hit this one. I talk all this crap about my ownership. I got to hit this one. Um, I'm not going tight end. Um, I don't know if there's a pure blocking tight end that is out there right now that is worth a a uh, <laughs> a second round pick. Man, I don't want to, but now that you showed me he's there, that is tempting. Uh, show me the linebackers, though. Uh, linebackers. I'm looking at Jameer Gibbs. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> That is intriguing, actually. Actually, both of those guys at the top of that are intriguing. Dorian Williams will be there later. Um, Jack Campbell is very intriguing. Miami has issues tackling ball carriers in the linebacking core. That is a known issue. One thing I will say, though, to counter your point about drafting a linebacker here, David Long is an extremely underrated linebacker in the league. Some guy that I even kind of joked about the Dolphins signing at the time. Looking into him, yeah, he has been phenomenal for the Titans, and the Titans couldn't afford him at this point, uh, which feels weird because the Dolphins didn't give him that much money. But, man, is he going to fill a huge need up the middle of your linebacker yes. core? I don't know if you do need another guy at that position, assuming that David Long can keep it up. That is an assumption. Bro, that's very intriguing with Jameer Gibbs. I don't know how he fits in McDaniel's offense, though. That's my question. I will say, if you you did bring this up. You do have a blocking tight end available in Sam Laporta. Yep. No, I, I know that as well. is very good. The thing is, is I think Miami likes Durham Smythe there, and Durham Smythe blocks very well as, like, blocks very well as it is. If you want a Mike Gesicki replacement, you do have Luke Musgrave. You, the thing is, you don't want that because we didn't utilize him right last year, which is why we let him walk. That's actually one of the things I sit there and say Miami did well is, you know what, don't tag him, just let him go. Yeah. Oh, what do we have for tackles? I Actually, I like both of these top two guys here. Bergeron and Duncan are, are both really good. The issue is we've invested how much in ta- the the reason I'm not right. willing to draft a tackle here is we've invested I think over the last three years in at least three different tackles within the first two rounds each. So what and that then paid means, one, and then paid one too. Yeah, what that tells you is you then look at going best available, best all around talent. Shut up. <laughs> At this point, you're looking for a playmaker, somebody that can make something happen. Mike McDaniel does have a relationship, and dude, I hate that you showed me this because he has been gone on every single board I've done. Is there a reason Miami would not go with Jameer Gibbs here? Like, in your opinion. It makes way too much sense. Yeah. All right, let's go go Jameer Gibbs. I'm doing it. It, It's done. It makes so much sense. And honestly, this also makes a lot of sense uh, because back in, was it 2020 or 2021? Miami was sitting there. Green Bay was up. Green Bay had no need for a running back. J.K. Dobbins was still at the board. It was like at 126. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there like, cool, that's it. 
and then Baltimore trades up with us at like the last second and takes J.K. Dobbins, and we have not had a running back since. Yep. To have Jameer Gibbs fall in your lap at 51. Wow. First yeah. of all, wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. I did it. Hey, I'm going to be right back. I need to turn a light on, but I'm going to disappear for a hot second. Well, I need to figure out who the Seahawks have already taken anyway. It's going to take me several minutes at this point. Uh, let's see. We got Jalen Carter at five. We got Osiris Torrance at 20. Got Michael Mayer earlier in the second round at 37. At 52, what does that necessarily leave? We could use an edge rusher. At least this is the last time we're picking for the Seahawks. Yes, thankfully. We really could use an edge rusher. That's probably what I'm going to do here. I'm going to go with my favorite available. It happens to also be highest on PFF's board. That is a coincidence. It happens rarely. It's BJ Ojolari. I like it. Duh, Bears. Who also desperately need interior uh, defensive line. Yeah. There's one that's kind of fallen here, if you're interested in that. I I kind of am. At this point, I am. I know, first off, I also know he's going to be there for as long as I want him uh, with you picking. But (laughs) Right. um, And it has nothing to do with his school. I promise everyone that. Um, What do we have? Why? What do we have for interior offensive line? I know we still got Whipler and Tipman. I don't know if they need a center. Um, you know what? Let me basically it. Uh, let me let me throw this out there, Bug. Okay. If you're listening, if Bug is listening, tell me what position you want. We gave you guys Dewan Jones. Uh, no, it wasn't Dewan Jones. Who did we give him the first round? It was a tackle. It was uh, Parrish Johnson Jr. Um, do you want an interior offensive lineman or do you want an interior defensive lineman? If you're listening, man, I'll give you about thirty seconds here. While we're trying to figure out what what while I'm trying to figure out what I want to do, one thing I will say while we're potentially waiting on that, I have no idea why PFF calls cornerback one of the Bears' needs right now. Uh, that's probably outside of quarterback. Corner is the second position you have best solidified, solidified on your team. Yeah, two of the best young corners in the game, honestly. So like, I think I think where these team needs come off of is based off of PFF's grades, and if the yeah. unit is grading below average, Probably. like clearly you need to replace that, and that's not the case. Probably, I don't think we're getting a comment here for no, bug. I, um, I, th- I I will say I kind of I'm lean, I'm with you. IDL makes a ton of sense. And I think if he falls you at 53, as much as there are off-the-field concerns, you do have to go Mazai Smith here. He's that all-around type interior defensive lineman. He can do a stop the run and rush the passer. It's going to help. It is Mozzie, by the way. Mozzie. The Chargers. 
Oh, the Chargers. Bijan Robinson. Robinson. Very exciting. They also need literally every position on defense. <laughs> um, what do we do with that? Got plenty of linebackers left. Actually, you've got some of your tier one guys left, I think. I did not mean to click no. on Luke Whippler. You do have a tier two guy left, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really think Jack Campbell is the kind of linebacker that they need. That's fair. I'm more inclined to go defensive back here. Okay. If I pull up the corners, who do I have available? I'm going to go with Clark Phillips, the third. I like that. All right. He is a little bit undersized for the position, honestly, but he's also really freaky good. So at some point it becomes okay that you're a little bit smaller and 54 is that point for me. (laughs) I'm fine with it. All right. Um, This one actually. Recap the Lions. Are you good? No, no, I'm good. I know where I'm going with this one. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, they're loading. They're doing a rebuild the right way. They're building everything and then going after their quarterback probably next year, I would guess. Um, Me too. And Luke, Luke Musgrave is just another great pass catcher for them here. Yes. Makes a lot of sense. Beautiful value uh, for Luke Musgrave here in the second round. I was hoping you would do that, actually. If you didn't do that, I was going to take them with the Jaguars. And I figured that too. That's the other thing factoring in. Like I said, these guys are playing the the draft game of will he fall back to me? I do think there's a chance the Lions take take Luke Musgrave with their earlier second round pick. But when you're looking at team needs after that, Miami's not going to go after him. It's really the only other team at this point in the draft that desperately needs a tight end. So they're going to take the gamble and see if they can get him later. I said I was going to take him with the Jags, but then I scrolled up and realized I took Darnell Washington in the first round, so I would not have done that. Double tight end, man. <laughs> Double tight end. <laughs> Be very exciting. Actually, uh, I'm going to go edge rusher here. I like it. I'm going to go Isaiah Foskey on Notre, okay. Notre Dame. Uh, kind of a defensive line edge rusher. Different than the Georgia guy they took number one overall who seemingly had a very quiet season but also actually was pretty good just like nobody talked about him so (laughs) different style of edge rusher but they still get help at rushing the quarterback yeah I do need to recap with the Giants it's been a while since I've thought about them I believe all we've taken with the Giants is Jordan Addison so wide receiver cool yes um Bring up my interior offensive lineman. I am comfortable going here now. Yeah. Uh, and I think Luke, very badly. <laughs> yeah. And I think Luke Whipler is, is the guy here. Another pure center, not the best pure center, but a good pure center for the Giants here to uh, help anchor that line down for him. We took Brian Brzee for the Cowboys earlier, which. Ooh. I still like. You could. Oh, man. It it fits at this point. It makes too much sense for me. This is where Jack Campbell's going to go. Yep. Um, 
I know people are going to want a skill position guy there, probably running back, wide receiver. I don't want to do that just yet for the Cowboys. Maybe tight end too, uh, with Dalton Schultz leaving. The tight ends are off the board at this point. Are you really going to take Sam Laporta or Tucker Kraft to fill Dalton Schultz's role? Probably yeah. not. Jack Campbell has fallen a bit. Probably expected him to go earlier than 58, but he falls in your lap, and it is a position and a style of linebacker that you need. So go ahead and get your guy. All right, the Bills. I'm tempted here. Another thing that would have made a lot of sense here too, by the way, uh, if you went that way with the Cowboys, would have been Zach. Uh, is it Charbonnet or Charbonnet? Is Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Um, yeah. Look, they still have Tony Pollard, but to balance the speed and receiving ability of Pollard with Charbonnet yeah. makes a lot of sense. And consider too that uh, Pollard is on a franchise tag, right? Exactly. So with, you're coming to some... Yeah. Right. Um, running back. Charbonnet, I still... Charbonnet, Charbonnet probably actually gives you a cheaper version of the same running back room you had last year. Exactly. <laughs> um, running back still to me makes sense to the bills. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's the way they go. This is going to depend here. So I do. Yeah, they very some... much, they very much seem to go running back by committee and they have Singletary. They have cook. Uh, even though I'm not a big right. Cook fan. Who did we give the Bills in the first round? I give think I Steve went. Avila. That's right. Show me my interior defensive lineman here. And then after that, my linebackers. Like that. And then what, what do we have for linebackers? Linebackers, we're looking at. Dorian Williams, overshone. I I like the, I like the interior defensive line here. I think it's a bigger need for them right now. I know it's saying that they need wide uh, DB, but apparently, according to PFF, everybody needs DB. And I do, I do like Keanu Benton here. I think he's yeah. going to fit better in the Bills' defense. Um, look, I love Moro Ojomo, but. Uh, it's just not the time yet. I've actually gone a lot of times. I've gone Keanu Benton to the Bears, even at fifty-three, and we had Mozzie Smith go ahead and fall to fifty-three. So yeah. Keanu Benton going the next DL off the board makes sense, and the Bills need a lot more than just defensive back. So <laughs> going a little bit different direction than what this is recommended here. I gave him the Bengals Dalton Kincaid earlier. I would say their next biggest need is either interior offensive line okay. or corner. Concur. Uh, I don't want to give them Joe Tipman. I would have given them Andrew Voorhees here if he didn't, you know, not have a leg anymore post-combine. I'm going to look at the corners, though I'm not convinced that I want to go that direction just yet. <laughs> and what do they even have at corner right now? 
Eli Apple. Uh, did they did they bring him back? I hope not for the Bengals' sake. Max. Let's see. Cam Taylor Britt, Chidobi Awuzie, Mike Hilton, Jalen Davis. Actually, all right, it would make more sense to go safety if they could. Because they did just lose Jesse Bates. Actually, that makes some sense to me. Uh, let's go ahead and give them Sidney Brown. I didn't think about that until you're watching my thought process live. But Sidney Brown makes some sense to me. Look, I took a gamble earlier on Ma- uh, Mozzie Smith, and I think it paid off. I do like Joe Tipman here. Uh, again, moving up, showing a lot of promise. You need that interior offensive line. You want to protect Justin Fields. I like Joe Tipman here. Two offensive linemen and a defensive lineman. Very much a BDT-style draft for the Bears I love it, here. Ah. <laughs> it's very exciting. <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles have their third pick of this mock draft. I gave them Kalijah Kansi and Devin Witherspoon earlier. They just <laughs> lost Miles Sanders. They did. They did, and I didn't get them a running back in the first round. I know which way I think they would go here. I'm interested to see what you pick here. Yeah, I don't think it would be Zach Charbonnet. I think it's I don't where think so either. Headed head is as well. Um, makes the most sense for the Eagles. Devon A. Shane. That I would. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking the same thing. God. I'll go ahead and give it to him, yeah. All right. Kansas City Chiefs. We gave them wide receiver in the first round. Zay Flowers, to be exact. Is there? Can you bring up my tackles real quick? Yeah, two of them still. Who do they have at tackle right now? They paid somebody, I believe, coming out of Jacksonville. Trent Brown, I think. Give me one sec. I'm pulling it up. Because they let Orlando Brown walk. He's with the Bengals now. Uh, Jawan Taylor is who I was thinking of. That's right. Jawan Taylor is at left tackle for him. Right tackle is Lucas Nyang, the guy they drafted a couple of years ago now. I believe out of TCU. I don't think they're ready to move on from either of those. Yeah, I do know they need to replace it. I just don't know if you're making that move now. If they were to draft any offensive line kind of position like right now, I would think it'd be more guard than tackle. But even that is probably okay. Let's see. I'm I'm looking at a different way here. Sorry, I'm just collecting yeah, my thoughts before we get our final. final I will say out. too, one of the one of the positions I would look out for. They're they're in a four three. Makes this a little bit 
more challenging and what exactly direction you want to go with it. But I would say edge rusher at either defensive end or linebacker could make sense. I know linebackers don't always rush to the passer in a 4-3. So maybe get somebody who can do a little bit of both. Uh, fortunately, I think you have that kind of a linebacker on the board in Dorian Williams. Yep, I know he's on But there. also, also maybe defensive end makes more sense right now where you're at on the board. Uh, actually, Derek Hall would make a lot of sense. Isaiah McGuire. I was looking at it. I'm also considering the in, interior defensive lineman here. One that is very interesting. I don't think he fits a 4-3, though, would be Keandre Coburn. Um, yeah. A massive yeah, tackle out of Texas. But. Ooh. This is a tough one, man. I do like going the idea of an edge because we don't have defensive ends in this. I think looking at that, Tuli, I'm not going to pr- try and pronounce that name, also makes a lot of sense here. Tuli Peloto. Yeah. You know what? That's, that's the way we're going to go. We're going to give him that rush. He might slide inside in a 4-3. And that's kind of what I'm looking for is he's got that ability yeah. to play kind of both ends of it. Yeah, which actually might be great. I think Chris Jones is at the point in his career. They could re- use a rotation. Um, and they don't really have anybody to do that with right now, unless you really believe in Derek Noddy, which I don't. So <laughs> get somebody who can fill Chris Jones and Charles Amenahu rotation roles. That'd be fun. But that does it for two rounds of mock drafts. Took us almost two hours to do it. Makes sense. Um, Man, I am spent for the moment on mock drafts. I've been cramming them, getting ready for this episode. Luckily, we have a week off in between for our next one. The draft is coming up in seemingly no time at all, though. We have one more prospect preview episode. Then we will have some very interesting draft centered episodes in the coming weeks. Got to stay tuned folks. We'll be talking about all this stuff on our Twitter. I'm sure you might be able to find it in our discord. All those links are in the description of the episode. They've been scrolling across the bottom the whole time. If you're watching us, uh, which, you know, appreciate that. But for the benefit of our audio listeners, would you mind go ahead and read a couple of them out? Dude, I'm so exhausted, but yeah, Sure. Okay. Thank you. Oh, I need a breath. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have patreon.com slash BT football, twitter.com slash BT football, facebook.com slash BT football, BDT football.com mailbox at BDT football.com instagram.com slash BDT underscore football, twitch.tv slash big dudes in the trenches, all one word, youtube.com slash at big dudes in the trenches. And then our Discord link, I'm not reading it. I I love you guys, but just look in the description below, please. <laughs> Man. Whew. God does it for me. Uh, if you have any other parting shots, guess now's your chance.
Nah, man, I think that's it. Actually, while we're here, there is Friday night football going on with the XFL. And I am curious how that ended up because we didn't get to see it. We were doing this instead. Seattle, 24-15. The Seattle wind, 24-15. That checks. Seattle's very windy place. (laughs) But thank you so much for watching, folks. Uh, We will see you very shortly with some XFL content. And then we'll get right back into our prospect preview series, as I already said. So, again, thank you very much. I'm out of here. Tell you want to do your thing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching and or listening. And just remember, you can't win a game if you can't win in the trenches.